week's episode is brought to you by Support the Mountain's Herbal Parasite Cleanse. This formula targets the small and large intestinal tracts and larvae, the most broad-spectrum formula available today. 100% organic, formulated by Dr. Mikio Sanki, author of the Esoteric Acupuncture Series. For 10% off your first bottle, visit shopyogahub.com and use the coupon code CLEANSE at checkout. Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Souza Ma, your host for this show. This is episode 44, Communicating with Animals. Hello, Anatara. Hello, Christina. <laughs> How are you this wonderful Mercury in retrograde day? I'm I'm doing really, really well. <laughs> I have I have found that this particular Mercury retrograde has not been that challenging for me. So either it's in some area that that it's that I don't need to be challenged in, or I've just been so laid back and so easy about everything I'm not noticing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and and as long as you're not dealing with electronics, right? <laughs> Precisely. This morning, has getting set up for our little uh, session here has been a little bit challenging, but I've been seeing it as fun more than as a challenge. Oh, good, 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 as we plow through this wonderful time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we, we're, we're going to talk about communicating with animals. Mm. And communicating with animals as intuitive communication with any kind of being or, 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 or object has nothing to do with technology. We can use technology to set up communication sometimes, but we don't need it in order to be in that, that straight-on communication that is possible with animals. I have um, spent the last week in a, with a group of people where we have been doing just that, communicating with animals, finding out how we receive information from the animals, discovering what kind of information they can share with us, and literally, you know, more than at other times in my life, noticing how a relationship with an animal is so completely integrated with the relationship that we have with ourselves. Um, I think you've probably heard me say many times that anything that we undertake, anything that we do as, as humans, is always about finding a way to come home to our center, to come home to what we are here to understand about ourselves. And there, you know, as with the people that we have relationships with, our, our, our loved ones, our children, our, our friendships, with animals, there is a kind of availability and openness that that is so pure um, that it's easier to find, and it's and it's for a lot of people, it's it's much easier to trust than the intuitive perceptions we have about each other as people. <laughs> and I'm sure you've noticed this, Christina, in your history with with dogs and and other pets, haven't you? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's it's actually very it's it's amazing, and as you say, it's um. It's it's sort of like a there's a stillness in between the communication that is so beautiful, and it's almost like uh, being able to immerse yourself into that other being's presence. Yes, and that's that's a perfect description. And I believe that we can utilize our understanding of and trust of and 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 communication with animals, however it, it comes about, as a stepping stone or as a as a an, an indication of how we can really communicate with people as well but if we start with animals who it's it's it really is it's easier for us to trust 
what we feel and what we sense with, with animals because they don't seem to have a a personality that's always always <laughs> in the way. <laughs> I mean, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> You know, they have their own unique ways of expressing themselves, and they have their own personalities, which they do um, express to us. And and those become very helpful when we start to look into them and see what's going on there. And the but they are for most of us, especially those of us who hesitate to really let ourselves be close to to people. We can often let ourselves feel close to animals. We can often let ourselves um, be in be in a place where. The communication is as you described it. There's a presence there. There's a quietness there. There's an availability there that we don't see in in everything else. So animals, they, you know, I've, I've talked about how the dolphins do this before, but all animals do it. They can literally scan us. They can sense what's going on with us, not in a scientific way, but in a way that that is completely accurate. In, in terms of their assessment of who we are, what our emotional needs are, what our biological needs are, uh, you know, what are even what our needs for nutrition, you know, are. Mm. And, and the reason for that is because they are in that place where everything is still, everything really is quiet, where there's, where the moment is, is what is going on. Uh, so they look at us, they see us, they come to know us, and they are there speaking to us all the time, whether or not we actually hear it. So by learning how to, to put ourselves in a state of quiet mind, and then opening to whatever animal it is that we're that we're looking at or wanting to communicate with all of that information can literally seep through that space it can sometimes blast through that space and and you know come to us so that we receive it in a very concrete and very clear way you can you can ask your animal you know why is it they're barking so much and the answer may surprise you it may not be that they are distressed by something around them it simply may be that they want to tell you something about yourself such as you know you have a you've got something going on in your gut that you really need to take care of or i see that you're sad and i know how to how to help you understand that and determine what to do about it um i had a very interesting experience with one uh, with a with a, another person this week, um, they're from New Zealand, and they left their cat at home and had questions about their cat. And they gave me a picture of the cat, and I was able to tune into the cat and to read what was going on. So we started by asking the animal things that could be verified um, by her owner, or his owner, such as what's your favorite food, and instantly I knew it was fish. <laughs> and, and, and it turned out that there was a fish pond on their property that they had had to cover because the cat only wanted to eat the fish. <laughs> so there was one very simple, um, you know, uh, confirmation of the fact that I really was tuned into the cat. Now, one of the other questions that this this owner had was, why does the cat always want to eat my food? Why is it that I can't eat in peace and that he has to be there every time I'm eating and wants to literally taste anything I put to my mouth, even a potato chip? So in tuning into that cat, I discovered that the owner and he had had a past life in Egypt where he, as a cat, was an official uh, food taster for her. Yeah. where in a different lifetime he needed to taste her food to protect her and to make sure that she wasn't being poisoned, whatever her position was. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the woman let her mother know 
because the mother has the cat while she's away, let her mother know what was going on. And apparently the behavior of this cat changed within a couple hours. The question that the cat had was, do I need to protect you? Do I need to be there for you? Uh, or or is this, this a job I no longer have to do in this lifetime? Mm. So by, by informing him about those things, he was able to relinquish that position and perhaps now get on with his own life. <laughs> so there's an example of how a cat is working with us, an animal is working with us to protect us, to help us, to guide us. They all have jobs. So by by being able to hear from that cat, and now she'll be able to go home and continue the that inner dialogue you know, with her cat, they will be able now to work in sync with each other, and the cat will be able to continue to inform her about what she needs to do to make her life fuller, to, to make her life feel... Um, more, more sufficient, more adequate, more in sync with what she's really doing and what she's wanting. So, you know, why, why do we want to communicate with our animals? Well, there's a, that was one good example, but, but what would you like to have, what would you like to know about yourself that you feel intuitively you aren't receiving? Perhaps you can ask your pet or someone else's pet to help you in that. Animals, even animals that we aren't close to, will have an understanding of us. So as with all the other intuitive things that we undertake and partake of, let yourself slip into the voice of animals nearby you. It could even be wild, wild animals that you see around you, a bird that flies by, a squirrel that comes to visit, whatever it is. Try, try to see what they are talking about. Move toward them through your heart, and it has to be through your heart, so that you come to know what they need from you. Start the dialogue, an open dialogue, open communication. When you see that you have the skill to hear safely from animals, you're going to start to see how easy that might be with the humans in your life as well. <laughs> Oh, now that's a whole nother deal. <laughs> it doesn't have to because, be. <laughs> humans have those personalities where there may be just a couple of little blocks there. <laughs> well, and, and remember, it's true. And remember as well that all of this communi communication can be done remotely. You don't have to actually be in the presence of the animal or the person, although that would, would um, give a, a bigger volume to the voice, perhaps. But when you start to be good at it, you don't have to be present. So you can find out these things from animals and from people without being face-to-face -face with them, mm -hmm. without the personality being there and maybe in the way. <laughs> <laughs> how fun, how fun. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. It sounds like you had a wonderful experience uh, these past mm -hmm. week working with all these individuals who are playing in the same sandbox. <laughs> Definitely, the sandbox yes. of Earth. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> lovely. Yes, I, 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 I do believe that... Uh, the human connection with our animal friends are very, very, um, it's very powerful if we choose mm -hmm. to see it that way. Um, and yeah, and sorry to interrupt, but one of the, one of the things I really want to emphasize about it is that animals feel safe to us very frequently, that we have an, an immediate trust with whatever their essence is. And, and because of that, it's easier for us to show our heart selves, to show our vulnerable sides to them. And that, that truth, that, the, the, the um, stream of truth from us is what the animals like to, like to use to be mm. in communication with us. Lovely. That's mm. why they're the best therapists, aren't they? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so, it's so wonderful to see how 
the hospitals and rehab centers mm-hmm. have brought in the animals to actually help people rehab. So mm-hmm. It's lovely. So that instant joy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instant trust and safety. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for this lovely moment of animal communication, Anatara. I think it's uh, uh, we can delve further and further into it. it it's mm-hmm. quite a broad spectrum. It's it's huge, and it's very simple. Mm. Start with the simple part of it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> thank, thank you, Anatara. And of course, we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can also connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own site, anatara.ca anatara.ca. And of course, we invite you to leave your questions or comments, suggestions um, for Anatara or our more shows and topics. Please uh, don't hesitate to give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. In the natural and homeopathic model of, of healing, there is such a respect for the human body and for that doctor inside us that we assume that whatever symptoms we have aren't the result of breakdown of the body, but they're the effort of our body to try and defend itself and to try and heal. Now, that doesn't mean that that symptom, that fever, that headache, that high blood pressure will necessarily heal us but that it is an effort of our body-mind to try and defend itself and to try and heal. 